you come up with something else to say. I want to welcome the people on the internet uh, today. Don't be shy. Um, we have a respond area, so if you want to type in a question or two, we will try to respond to them online if it's toward the latter part of the hour uh, and you and I don't get to it, then we will definitely answer that uh, with, a, with an email. Uh, thank you for being here. This subject today that we're going to talk about is ADD and ADDH, behavioral disorders. A lot of times it just affects kids, but it affects adults too. Um, I think out of all my 11 children, I've probably got 12 of them that are ADD. And the 12th is my tractor, so we'll talk about that. But I want to tell you a little story. I had a, uh, had a patient that made an appointment for her son because he had behavioral problems. And they come into the, to the office, and she's dragging him. Come on. No, 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 no. Come on, come on. And he's just kicking and screaming. And, Mom, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Come on. And she was just real. I was really impressed with how calm she was because anybody else would have just took him. And that's the wrong thing to do with these kind of kids. Well, she finally got him in, got him sat down in the waiting room. I shouldn't have done that. I should have just said, come on in to the, to the appointment. Well, she had the same battle again because he, he had calmed down and he was doing something because we had some color books there. And she had to disturb him and the same battle. Well, she sat him down on a chair by her and he'd get up and he sat him back down. And she's a little whisper of a thing and he was, he was almost weighed as much as she did, but she, he's a little kid. And she'd sit him really gently and, and, uh, and talk to him and say, now you need to sit here. And pretty soon she sat him down and put her leg over his legs. Okay? And sometimes she was filling her purse to try to find out what, what, what she could do to involve him and engage him because she really wanted to find the answers for her son. She said, Ernie is the best little young man I can ever hope for. He's, he's gentle, he's kind, he's considerate, but sometimes he's like this, and I don't know what it is. And he doesn't even like himself when he's like this. Oh, yes, I like myself! You know, I mean, and, and he would interact and, at times, but it was generally to defend himself. And later on, we found the problem, and he, and he was. He was a sweetheart of a young little boy. His, he knew that his mother was alone, raising two, two children, him and the younger brother. And he was very sensitive to that, kind and considerate, but there was times when he would... Something happened, click something in his brain, and, and he would just go crazy. Well, I found in my therapy with him, I, we, just, we determined he has an allergy because it just, it's just on and off. Now, it turns on, and then it has to we- kind of wear off. Have you ever had those type of experiences? Mm-hmm. And so I, I knew it was a food allergy, so I told her, okay, the only thing he gets is oatmeal. That's all the food he gets. And every day you're going to add a food. You can have oatmeal. And it happened to be oatmeal you loved. So she would add a food and see what happened and add a food. And if he kind of got wound up, she'd put that on a list to check it later on again. And we determined the kid didn't really have a lot of allergies except for one thing. He was allergic to hamburger. It made my hair stand on end because I never even had ever thought of hamburger being a problem. Well, the thing that gave me a clue was she was saying, the other day I I got some hamburger, but I took a round steak and had the, the butcher grind it up, and we ate that, and he didn't even react. I didn't, I mean... Okay, that's another head scratcher. Well, after that, I had been, um, several years after that, I had been out sighting in my rifle. And then I had my shooter, these shooter goggles on. 
And, you know, and I got to go shopping with my wife. I have a very important job when I go shopping with my wife. I lift, okay? And I wander around, and, and, and she'll, I lift. I mean, that's a really important job. So I was just kind of, you know, walking around waiting for the next job to, to lift into the basket. And, and I was, you know, had the lion's aisles go like this, and then here's the meat department. And I, and I noticed there was a different color meat. And I'd raise my glasses up and, wow. I thought it was, I thought my eyes were playing tricks on me. Red, 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 purple. Purple, red, purple, red. And I realized that there was cuts of meat that were purple. So I'd pick up the package and I'd read it. And it'd just say tenderloin or whatever it was. And set it back down. And then I realized... Ernie was allergic to red dye. Because you and I know that they put stuff in there to make old hamburger not brown. Meat cut up is it going to turn brown. And if it doesn't turn brown, they add to something to it. And then a few months ago or years, maybe years, they were talking about pink slime or that they made from pigs and you know, animal products, and and it had and it put color back into meat. Well, apparently they don't have to declare that because it was on the package. And then I realized that my superhero shooter's goggles had given me something that I needed to have. It was a, an answer. You know how you wait for an answer and wait for an answer? Well, I'm t- here to tell you, you're here to hear an answer. How many of you have ADD, ADDH children? Grandchildren. Grandchildren. Grandchild. Grandchild. Real challenge, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would uh, venture to say they're very loving and kind and considerate, but something happens. Boom. And it's like nobody, nobody can reason with them. You know, you just have to kind of pretend that th- what they're doing doesn't bother you because every time you interact with them, it escalates the problem. Then you become a different parent to that child, and then they learn, aha, mom and dad, grandma's an easy touch. All I have to do is scream and holler. So then your parenting skills begin to change. Okay? Now, we'll deal with why and how this happens. How many want to know the answer to this? Is there any, are there any questions to this point at all? Because I want you to understand what I'm talking about. There are food additives in your children's food that cause this problem. Now, granted, I am a... When I was 18, I ended up with bleeding ulcers because I was moving, shaking, coming, going. You know, there's real... There's people that have a high metabolism and they're, they're always up and about. That doesn't mean they have ADD, but what I'm saying is sometimes you have those children and then a food additive on top of it. Sometimes you have a, find a kid that's... Uh, a four-year-old old that acts like a 17-year-old, I already know that. You know, they know everything. So that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying those already tendencies, or even not those tendencies, food additives, cause this problem. And I'm, I'm going to explain it or explain it. Which one do you want me to do? Explain it or explain it? Both. <laughs> okay, I'll do both. Okay. <laughs> Nerves in our body are like pearls on a strand, a string, okay? Now, our circulation is like a tube. It just keeps going, okay? There's a big difference between veins and nerves. Now, nerves have a... Nerves don't really touch each other except for in... In a few areas, but they share a purple won't work with red. They share a mucous membrane. It's called the myelin sheath. Okay, you've heard of the myelin sheath? Okay, like a, it's like a grape inside out. Hard part on the inside and then the gooey part on the outside and that gooey part kind of mushes together. Well, what happens with a nerve, and they look more like a spider web than anything, at the end of the nerve, and it have more branches off here like this, but at the end, to stimulate that nerve, 
there is a chemical reaction, a a, a nutrient in the body mimics this shape. Like a lock and a key, where the nerves would be on constantly. So you have to turn them off and turn them on. It's a chemical reaction, okay? So it's kind of a safeguard to not always have all... If we had all our nerves all on at one time, we'd, we'd be a blithering idiot. All of all the sensory nerves on our skin, and the wind, you know, it would be terrible. So what happens is that these children... <coughs> have a problem because in their body there are chemicals and food additives that mimic this key and stimulate the nerve. This area here. So it turns on more of these nerves. You've seen it. Your kid's calm and then you can see it coming. And then all of a sudden he just he or she is just out of control. They don't even like themselves. You've seen it. Yeah, I mean, it breaks your heart to see this wonderful little kid turn into something that you'd like to beat and put in a gunny sack and throw in the root cellar. But then you realize, well, he's just as victimized by this as we are. So I'm going to tell you the answer. I'm going to spend about an hour with you to help you understand. And I want you to tell everybody you know that has this problem with their children. They don't need to come see me. You can give them some answers. If they want more answers, come back. Okay? Now, <clears throat> most, most of the nerve signals are normal metabolic things. Okay? But there's a food additive, and one of them is called MSG. Now, most of the time when I say MSG is part of the problem... People say, oh, I stay away from MSG. It gives me a headache. Well, I'm telling you that you don't stay away from MSG because they hide it in your food just like they didn't didn't tell me that there was red dye in the hamburger. You think that's fair? You know, you and I as butchers would say, well, that's a little brown, but, you know, I'll knock off a little bit of money here, but it's still good hamburger. Uh, But no, uh, they do things to, to... to food that we don't want done. Like, how many cans of peaches have you ever opened up? Let's say you need 10 cans of peaches for whatever you're doing. How many times have you ever opened up a can that it's not the same color? Not very often. (laughs) (coughs) When I was a kid, and I don't know if you can remember this. I'm assuming you're close to my age. We both have chrome in our hair, in our beard. Uh, I, I can remember when I was a kid, tuna was red, not white. And then they started having white tuna. Well, what had happened was tuna that they were catching at that time were more of a tuna that was more at the top of the ocean, and they were able to catch them. But because of modern fishing methods, they were able to get tuna that were deeper, and it was a white white meat. And just like peaches... It looked different, and the American people thought, this is not fish, this is not tuna, this is dolphin, or, or whatever. So they couldn't, they had a hard time selling it. You know how they sold it? On the can, they said, guaranteed never to turn red in the can. <laughs> they made us think that the, the tuna we used to eat had stayed there so long that it had turned red. Oh, we've got a better product eating white tuna. And they almost drove the, well, they did drive the red tuna pretty much extinct. Because, oh, this has turned red. Well, you know, and so they basically misled us. And if you mislead people, it's kind of like a lie. But what, because of that, we've been programmed to think all cans of peaches need to be the same color. Well, colors are some of the most significant problems with these children. Are there any questions at this point? Internet's been awful quiet too. Okay, so these chemicals mimic MSG. Now the reason, I'm going to give you a little history before I give you the reason. MSG is mono 
sodium glutamate. Okay? Now, glutamic acid is a protein. It's naturally occurring. Let me tell you how this got into our food uh, supply. Is that it was World War II, and the, the, the rations that the, the military guys ate were uh, terrible nasty. They were called something on a shingle, you know. They were terrible. They were, yeah. Well, after the war, they discovered that the Japanese rations were just, oh, wonderful. So the, the quartermaster corps of the, all the five armed forces got together, and they said, taste our, our rations. And every one of them said, no, 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 we're not going to taste that stuff. It tastes terrible. Now taste the Japanese. They tasted it, and they thought, oh, my goodness. Our, our men give us grief. Have you ever cooked a meal, set it in front of your family, and they kind of turn their nose up and, and walk up while well, they kind of pick at it? Kind of discouraging, isn't it? It's like, cook your own stinking food. Well, these quartermasters were tasked with, they are tasked with the responsibility to feed the GIs. And all they had was grief because the K rations or C rations were absolutely terrible. So they discovered that the Japanese had wonderful military rations. So then they basically analyzed it and discovered that it was, it was monosodium glutamate that was just laden in the rations. So instead of them investigating to find out what monosodium glutamate's history was, they just they called all like they called like uh, Tyson and you know all the food producers and they said okay we have a contract to award and it is going to be uh called MRIs meals ready to eat eat or whatever MREs okay and and each one of these food manufacturers said what well, I want that contract so they told them about monosodium glutamate and they began to make new rations for the military. But they didn't get any grief for the, from the men. They ate them. In fact, they, they loved them. Okay? Well, they didn't just stop there. The food manufacturers decided, well, you know, we have these chicken pieces that we're calling nuggets, and they taste terrible. But if we put a little breading on the, on the chicken and put monosodium glutamate in there, we can sell them. And that's exactly what they began to do. They began to add that stuff. Plus, if the breading didn't look right, they added colors and dyes, so they all looked the same. You know, we don't get dinosaur pieces off of chickens. That's ground-up chicken pressed into something else with all those chemicals that cause children to have problems. Before you leave, I'm going to give you a list of those, those chemicals. Okay? Now, the history on monosodium... You want me tell you the history of monosodium glutamate in japan they must not have very much food because i've been of the opinion that anything that washes out of the ocean or the lake or the stream you shouldn't eat <laughs> okay but they picked up they started gathering uh, a seaweed that called sea tangle and if they added a little bit of sea tangle to their food that was kind of bland it just oh my goodness it was yummy it was terribly good so well, they decided that sea tingle makes bland food taste great. In fact, you almost crave it because it tastes so good. What we're going to do is we're going to find what the ingredient in there that makes it so yummy, and it was glutamate. So then they made monosodium glutamate, and they can shake on there. In fact, in the Orient, it's called Ajimoto. When I was first married, when I first got married, my wife would always talk about a she would always talk about a seasoning that she would like to get a hold of. She never did find it until we became educated that we don't want it. She had a uh, a sister, a sister that had a mother-in-law. What is that to her? A sister mother? <laughs> a sister mother-in-law? Native Americans have cousin sisters, so I was trying to figure out what that would be to them. But that she had wonderful food. And one of her secret ingredients was Hajimoto, monosodium glutamate, which means you can you can cook cardboard, add uh, 
add MSG, and it's great. In fact, you'll crave it. But what, what, what this chemical does is mimics this and turns the nerves on. It mimics that key that nature tries to protect so, so jealously to keep only have the nerves turn on when they need it. But it mimics that and it overstimulates it because it's concentrated. It overstimulates it and then the nerve dies. Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, that is, this, that is what happens to the nerves when they're 80% of them. 80% of them have been destroyed by that. We start getting quivers. We, get, we, we forget that we even forgot it's that bad, okay? These wind these children up even that much more are these. Are there any questions from the Internet or from here? Okay, so this is the main thing that needs to be uh, watched. Um, so, I, Lynn, I had some questions sent in from an individual that uh, was not going to be able to watch on the Internet. Can you go grab those? Okay. Okay, so we, we talked about food additives. Now we're going to talk about colors. Okay. Um, I have a grandson. Oddly enough, he's ADD, okay? Uh, and he is, at times, out of con- just out of control. And I'm the kind of guy that I have to get out of it because I, I'd end up beating him, you know? I mean, I would. So I have to get out of the whole mess of that because ultimately I would be, I would make the problem worse. I'd wind him up. Because he has a sense of justice. They have a sense of justice. And I think all of these children have a little bit more of that. It's like, well, you hit me, or you spanked me, or you scolded me. I'm going to get even. And that just that just doesn't work. Go ahead and just... Okay. Yeah, now this is... The monosodium, so, so, I, so I'm very, very intimately aware of this. Now, monosodium glutamate is hid in these, in the other words, the words on where the card is. Now, I've given you three. Share two of them with somebody uh, that needs this information. But they hide them in certain words, okay? In fact, this is my daughter, one of my daughters. She had a friend that she was trying to educate her on, and why don't you tell that experience? Just stand and tell that experience of natural flavors. Yes, I had a friend this week that was asking me some questions because she had woke she woke up one morning and she couldn't stand anything. She felt like she was on pins and needles. Her heart was racing. I mean, all sorts of stuff. She's got three kids and she couldn't stand anything. So I started asking her questions because she had no clue what caused it. She felt horrible. She wanted to yell at her kids and everything, yet there was no reason and stuff. So I started asking her about what she had eaten, and she eats pretty good. She eats a lot of vegetables. She eats all sorts of stuff. And then I explained to her that one of the things on your list is natural flavors. So I asked her, do you eat anything that has natural flavors in it? And do you know what natural flavors are? And she says, well, I might have eaten something with natural flavors in it. And I said, do you know what that is? And she says, no. I said, they can hide anything in that. That can be MSG, that can be rat poop, that can be dyes, that can be almost anything. Natural flavors is a blanket cover. She took it so far, she went home, checked her labels, found certain products that she always uses that had natural flavors in it, called the company and said, can you tell me what your natural flavors are? And they said, I am sorry, that is classified information. I cannot tell you and stuff and so she said she's not going to use them anymore it absolutely set all of her nerves on in just like he said right there so everything was shaking and then once it wears off you're fine all those problems went away all your concerns went away she was absolutely shocked it was and that the company will not disclose what is in those they will not tell you what is hiding under natural flavors there's a lot of things that are natural that you do not want to eat Flaherty had a list from yesterday about some questions that an individual had about this class. Catch her before she goes. Yeah. 
somebody that missed the last class that got canceled. It was only him on the internet, so we had him write his questions down. Hopefully, he's listening today. So, <clears throat> I can name some things that are natural flavors. I wrote a book called Wisdom of Wellness. Can you grab me a book, Wisdom of Wellness? I wrote a book about these six elements of health that are critical. This is part of that. But in that book, I had a, I had a, enough to have a book this big. And I thought, you know, I'm not going to go through what all the na- nasty things are, like red dye is made out of bugs. It's made out of beetles, okay? And and that's not the worst of it. And I wanted people to read my book, not go, oh, yuck, I can't stand to read that anymore, but want the information. So I took all that stuff out. You ought to Google or Yahoo, whatever you do, uh, natural flavors. And it'll give you a list of stuff that you just can't even believe. Now, when we come down to, to colors, now, monosodium glutamate, let me see that. Okay. I boiled this little book. I boiled it down so you could put it in your purse or your pocket when you start going to the store and, and you can you know what bad chemicals to watch out for. It's it is awesome because it's in the you know that's you better have good eyesight or some glasses to be able to read it. Because I wanted people to be able to transport it around and understand this has six elements of health that are critical. And just uh, uh these uh cover food additives. Okay, just the colors and dyes. Now, colors, colors are another can of worms that you need to be aware of. <coughs> Red dye. I had a patient tell me that she hadn't had a slurpy, slurpy in a long time, and I was hot, and she thought, oh, I'll go get a Slurpee, whatever that is, you know, the gooey, sugary, icy red, and she wanted red, and she said by the time she got home, and it wasn't the traffic, because the traffic was not a problem, she was on her broom, I mean, she would, and it had nothing, and she said, it had nothing to do with my cycle, because I was way away from that, but she was mad about everything, everything people would say to her, she had a reaction to. Oh, that's a nice dress. Well, don't you, what about my dress yesterday? You know, it, it just was irritated about everything. And she thought, she had meant, I had mentioned colors and dyes cause problems. So she thought, okay, I will try that again. Then about two weeks later, she tried it again, the same reaction. <coughs> ADD, ADDH. Those type of behavioral differences are wound up. Anger is red. It's appropriate that red makes anger. It just it it is. The the constituents that it's made from, these children are more sensitive than we. The average individual. Had an individual, I'd tell him like just today, that says, You're drinking too much soda pop. Quit drinking soda pop. Oh, okay, I'll go to Gatorade. Oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. Gatorade is full of sugar and dyes. They'll say, I need my electrolytes. Well, you can eat horse manure and get your electrolytes. It doesn't mean it's good for you. It doesn't mean that that's what you need to do. It's it's called advertisement. Advertisement. Okay? If you need your electrolytes, there's apple cider vinegar and honey is significantly better for you. Okay? Red dye anger. And then yellow dye, yellow dye is bing, 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 you know, just, okay? Incidentally, yellow dye is made out of lice. Natural flavors. Yeah, it's a natural flavor, okay? So combined with red dye and yellow dye, if there's a significant amount of that in the child's diet or individual's diet, they have a lot to handle. You know, the world comes at us full tilt. Every day, and and particularly these children, then they get a bad rap, and the teacher says, "Oh yeah, this guy, this kid has ADD. He needs to be medicated." And then they start leaning on you to medicate the kid that doesn't need it. They just need some changes. And I'm telling you, these are the changes. 
these, yes. How long does it take to wear off? Or is it in their system forever? Or is it how? It's a good question. When Daniel gets into something, how long does it take to wear off? He has to sleep it off for hours and hours. But sometimes there's a little bit of a residual for days. Yes. Is it possible <coughs> to get it out of their system? There is. Uh, there is. Um, however, the most children always have it on the, in their system because they've eaten something and then 24 hours ago they ate some more. And then 12 hours, they, generally it's like an addiction, but opposite. They're not, they don't crave that, but you don't really see who they are until you've cleaned them up for a period of time. Now, the, the thing that helps the most with children, ADD, behavioral disorders, is iodine. The the hyperactive and child that's just wound up all the time is, and you need to have uh, potassium and elemental iodine in the same form, uh, together. Potassium is very uh, common to find, easy to find. You can get it in a pill form. But the elemental is very important too. What happens if they're on medication? How would that... Well, once they're off that medication and you've got them taken care of, you're going to understand that they're a whole different kind of person. Because right now, medication holds them in one side of their brain. And they say, oh, he does so much better. He's on task. He's, he's happier. No, he's been stuffed in a hole and required to live there, and it has nothing about creativity anymore. Okay. How does iodine work with uh, ch chemical medication? Perfectly fine as long as it's not taken at the same time. Uh, Lugol's iodine of solution is generally what it's called. Um, and I don't believe it's a prescription item. The, uh, the, the best place to get it is from your veterinarian. The only problem we have today is that it's part of the meth problem or constituents. So they've, so some places don't even mess with it because they don't like that type of individual trying to buy the stuff at their stores. So some places have either not sold it by choice, or because they don't like the traffic, you know. Um, however, we do carry it. It's a liquid, and it needs to be taken in an acidic juice, not on the tongue. It'll burn them because it absorbs real quick. Now you can put it on the skin also. And the body absorbs it that way. First time you use it, you need to put a drop on the skin, rub it in to see if they rash out because there's there is a you know an allergy possibility. Although if the kid, the child, individual has not been told they're allergic to iodine and don't eat iodized salt, most everybody does doesn't have a problem. Generally, people understand whether they have an iodine allergy fairly soon. Okay, with medication. Most all ADD children, I've gotten off medication very fairly quickly. Okay, it requires some things. It requires iodine. It requires a formula, and that's about four to six drops a day, and then a formula called Narquilizer. Okay, and that and depending on how old they are, you're looking at anywhere from one to six a day. Okay. Now I I can guarantee you that many children, if they know that this is a this was made because it's a nerve tranquilizer, uh, they won't take it because they don't want to be controlled. However, that's not what it really is. It is a nerve nourisher. It helps the nerve so it functions properly. Okay. And then there's another formula called chillin. And that's uh, one to three a day. Okay. Now, this formula, this herb formula, has what is has lithium in it. Now, there's a big difference between chemical lithium and lithium that occurs naturally in nature. The re what is, the difference is the same as valerian root, valium. Lithium that comes that's in this formula 
and lithium, the chemical. The problem is they just named it the same thing as they were trying to mimic. Big difference. There's no addiction. There's no bad side effects. Those formulas nourish the nervous system. However, you cannot, these, these will not solve the problem. Because you've got to get them away from MSGs and colors. So are you saying that those herbs help to heal the damage that's been done? It rebuilds it. But you have to get them away from it to... It's, it's <clears throat> like many things. If, if you're taking something that helps the body and you're putting it in by a drop, but you're eating it by the tablespoon, you're not going to make much headway. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. They will never gain a tolerance to colors and dyes. It won't happen. Because it's abnormal. They're poisons. Most colors are toxic. Terribly, terribly toxic. You know, a velvet cake that's chocolate and has all kinds of darkness. You know, they, how, you know how much dye they use in those things? The uh, red dye in the chocolate cake? Bottles and bottles to make it that color. They will not gain that equilibrium. And many of these children will respond tremendously when you clean up their diet. This helps also with adult uh, depression, anxiety, bipolar, you know, those type of things also. Okay. Are there any questions at all? Uh, yes, uh, we had a few. Jim's got one. You, you, oh, you, you, one you, yes. Give them something to do. Give them something to do. But they notice that all the chewing gum has natural flavors and salt and sugar. Yeah, it keeps the digestive tract wound up. When I was a kid, all you got was sugar in your gum. Now they got these flavor crystals, and they, and, and they do these sugar-free things. Uh, uh, false sugars, chemical sugars, are just as bad as MSG. So I would never uh, tell anybody to chew gum. The only gum that I've ever found that doesn't have it is blackjack or bean. or It's an old, 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 old book kind of gum. But you will find that gums and mints and those type of things all have those type of chemicals in them. So good question. Thank you for asking that. Yes, Lynn. This was the list of questions from somebody yesterday. Well, let's go down through those. Um, and, we've and, already and, answered a few of them, which is pretty awesome. It says, what causes ADD? Um, and then, do people have allergies to pickles? Good, good question. Whoever asked that is, 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 I'd like to address that. I'm glad they brought that up. They're not allergic to pickles. You look at the bottle, and there's yellow dye in there. Yellow dye. They put yellow dye in pickles. What the, it's a stinking pickle. <laughs> you know, why do they put yellow dye in it? Well, they wanted a certain color because my grandma used to make pickles and sometimes they were white inside and green on the outside. You remember that? Mm -hmm. But they want it to be the same color. Why? Because they think the American people will buy it better. But it's colors. Now, there are pickles that don't have them, but you have to look. Even olives have colors. Green olives have colors. Anything a else? More questions there was. Why does red dye make me mad? Because you're allergic to beetle larvae. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's really true. Um, it is a it's a poison, and your nervous system is just taking a hit. The problem is most Americans are just. It takes a while to get out of your system, and I will I will tell you how to get that out of your system. What this. Um, there was, sometimes my kid is really mad, sometimes he is really sad. Can colors and dyes affect that? Well, there's a backlash on some colors. They're mad first, and then there's like a depression or an or equilibrium in that. And then sometimes there's multiple dyes in there, any dye. And the interesting thing in, in this book, let me, let me see if I can find it. Uh, the side effect of most additives, and this includes colors, uh, and this was in testing. Uh, there's three basic side effects of colors and dyes. 
hyperactivity, asthma, and cancer. Cancer. Practically all of the... Why would we want to eat something like a, a, a peach that had the possibility of cancer? Okay? But without exception, most all of the... Um, all of the colors have hyperactivity, asthma, and cancer. Hyperactivity, because they're so, there's, it's so, such an allergen. Are there any other questions before we go? Oh, yes. We'd like to have one between her questions. <laughs> just, um, well, I don't know if I should ask you right now, but just to give you the history on my grandson, he was, um, they said that he'd been through all kinds of psychological evaluations and all kinds of stuff. And they said that, you know, that he has ADHD and, and you know, that it was, some say that it was caused by, you know, trauma. Some say that, you know, they can't say why it was, would cause anything. So they're just saying that this is the way he'll be. So consequently, he's been kicked out of daycares when he, he is seven years old now. He's been kicked out of daycare for, you know, since he was three years old, like three times. And then, you know, kindergarten, head start, kindergarten, everything, he's been kicked out of every class. You know, last year in first grade, he was suspended three times and stuff. So this year we got him put into the special needs class, you know, where it's just, a, you know, six children in a classroom and stuff like that. And he's doing okay, but they tried out a new medication on him, Concerta, and he says now that... He can't remember anything. Like when he's doing his math, last year he was excelling. You know, he's a smart, very smart little boy. But the problem is, he's smarter than the teacher. That's the problem. Very, and you know, and, and then he'll have the abuse. You know, that come that comes out of him. And, you know, stuff like that. But what they're saying now, th- then this medication is what they said is, you know, I feel like they just put him into like a tunnel and just leave him there. You know, and I just kind of, you know worry about how his, you know, what he's thinking or anything, because he doesn't verbalize a whole lot of what's going on with him and stuff like that. So he's just having a lot of issues. Could he possibly be taken off of this medication? How would that happen? I take children off that stuff all the time. Okay, because that's what I... You're dealing with two things, though. You need to realize you're doing two things, okay? The child has learned how to work you, okay? Whether he has problems or whether he doesn't... He's learned how to work you. So things are going to get worse before they get better. To add to that one thing, too, he lives with my daughter during the week, Monday through Friday. He lives with the dad on the weekends. With my daughter, he just busts loose, you know, doesn't, no holds barred. You know, he just says whatever he wants to say. With his dad, he doesn't say boo, anything like that. So yeah. we don't know what, you know, what trauma that has caused him. My dear sweet wife is bringing me a book we normally use. Okay. <laughs> Uh, for years, this is my wife, Veronica. For years, we have been on the fringe of society, okay, in that we've homeschooled our children. Uh, we eat a little differently. Uh, we use herbs. You know, we're on the fringe. But you need to realize that <clears throat> when I treat ADD children, I don't treat the children until I've educated the parents first. There's several wonderful books that you need to read, and this is one of them. You, you might want to take it and write your, because it's such a long, stinking title. But that really is a helpful book. And then there's, these children also have a tendency to be eight, uh, dyslexic, mm-hmm. which <clears throat> is a whole other discussion, but I'll start into that. I started down a, a path that I need to continue, and then if we have time, we'll go a little bit into that. So you've got the physical reaction of the, the chemicals in his diet. Then you've got the fact that mom's a pushover and he can do whatever he stinking wants to do. And when he's with his dad, he better toe the line. You, you know? So you know hey, he has a capability to mind. or be. Do you understand what I'm saying? So parenting skills uh, with each companion, and it's terrible in a, in a, in a divided family. You know? Well, dad lets me do it, or, you know, that kind of stuff. Because if both parents are not parenting the same way, it's it's very difficult. That you're going to have to address. But as you take him off of these chemicals, and the other problem you have is my 
is that you can't control his diet when he's with his dad. Unless dad's willing to work with it. However, he doesn't see the problem, and it's her problem, not his. So my heart really, you know, the best thing, you may be able to get him to read the, the books and the literature and things like that because it's going to get worse for him because his acting out a lot of times is not is is learned behavior. Do you understand? It started with a, an allergy. Yes, it gets worse, but when he's better, he still acts out because that's what he's learned is acceptable. Okay? Chemicals will I mean schools will say this kid needs medicated. Don't bring him in here unless he's medicated because he's a combatant. You know, he's he's causing problems and fights and things like that. So that would take some work with a counselor and other things like that. But they'll come at, how's this kid? Seven. One, he will come to the realization that food bothers him. I have uh, many patients that will say, oh, I can't eat that because it's red. You know, they, the little kids learn that. They realize, I, I feel, I have a headache for days after I do red dye or whatever. So you're hoping and praying for that, that that happens. Well, I never, I never think that medicating children is necessary. Okay, there's two parts of the brain. There's a creativity part of the brain, and then there's the logic, uh, numbers, writing, that kind of stuff, and we're put together. And that chemical forces him to live here. And there's a like a line drawn between the hemispheres of the brain, and what you see on that chemical is a lethargic child. The teacher said, oh, he's been so much better, only because it, he doesn't piss the teacher off anymore. And schools have can only educate certain type of people, the people that will sit in their desk and write their assignment and do their ditto master and regurgitate what the teacher just said because they think that's learning. That's not learning. These children will sit at their desk and and the teacher will say, okay, it's time to line up and go to lunch. I don't need you in two, two, not single file, double file. And he knows that they're not going to leave the room for another five minutes. So he's doing something, and he doesn't care whether she screams and hollers at him because he's trying to figure out this thing in his mind that he's thinking about at home or whatever, and he is doing his thing, and he's willing to ignore her yelling and screaming at him because he's doing something. Because he's not going to waste his time standing in line by some kid. That's who this child is. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's a system that cannot educate these children because they... It's a, there's another book you need to read. It's Right Brain Child and a Left Brain World. Right Brain Child and a Left Brain World. I was like that. I, I, I am one of those children. Okay? I'm dyslexic. There's t- Let me tell you, there's times when I'm doing some out-of-head process, like how is this going to work? And, you know, I'm visualizing stuff in my head, or I'm doing an art project, or that kind of stuff. That's, that's one side of the brain. Um, numbers and writing... And that kind of stuff's on the other side. There's times when I'm over in this side of the brain and somebody hands me a letter to read it and I can't even see it. The words jump around and I start reading it and it's like, hand it to me later. Because it takes a period of time for me to go back across that into the other side where I don't really like to live. I've authored five books. A dyslexic. But I understand... My editor's awesome. <laughs> I understand that I read right here, in right above my head and behind. And I have to put myself in that position mentally to be able to do reading, writing, and, and that kind of stuff. This kid be- could be battling with the same thing. Even though he's a genius in math, most of these children 
have have learning differences that the school will never help, but they are brilliant children. So you can't classify them retarded or special needs. They're special learning. They don't learn by sitting down and doing a ditto master. They learn by taking it apart, feeling it, touching it, biting it, uh, seeing if it floats. They're tactile. They're hands-on, and public education doesn't have that. So he's like... He's going to have a difficult time, but understand he's he's hands on. Yeah, he is. <clears throat> Instead, these children are are like like if he's good in math, he's going to have a problem in algebra because he will have the answer and not be able to show it on paper because he's able to do it, but he can't do the step by step by step by step because he sees it, he knows it, because he's. He, he's able to do that. And the teacher goes, how do you get this answer? I don't see he, how he did it because he didn't do it in order. Who, long division. Who, excuse me, but who the hell ever used short division? Long, I mean, long division. Well, that didn't work. That didn't work. That didn't work. Oh, here's the answer. You know, so in his mind is, why am I going to do that? I already know the answer. Let's move on. Okay. And that begins to be Frustrating to him because it's like, you want me to do what? I don't even know that. I'm going to do something else. And he gets in trouble. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the nature of your child. So you've got to find things where he can be complimented on to build his self-esteem. Because he's, he's trying to fit in with people he will never fit in with. Okay? He's smart as a whip. He's irritating. You'd like to beat the crap out of him sometimes. Okay? Is this an uncle or a dad? or? So you understand what I'm talking about? Sometimes you just like to take it in. But you've got to go and step back and realize, I can't, I can't interact here because I'm going to make it worse. But these, what I'm telling you, if implemented, come back. Let's talk about ADD again. Let's find some things that work. I feel for you. Because when you get wound up, you just make it worse. You piss the wife off and you keep, and the kid's mad. But there's a sense of justice. I was dealt with wrong. And he's going to get even. Some of that's, of that's really heightened. Now I was telling you about a, um, <clears throat> a child um, that I know fairly well because I've seen him a lot. Is that he has come to the realization that there's certain colors and dyes that he has a problem with. And they'll begin to make choices. I can't have that. I'd really like some of that, but let's look in, and you will help. Let's look through the, the choices we have and see something that's a little better. They'll come to the realization of, oh my goodness, I I didn't have that problem. Then your conflicts begin to change. And talking to him when he's wound up is a waste of time. When he comes down off of that, is is putting your arm around him and saying, you know, you kind of got wound up there. I've been wound up before. But, you know, I really would like to help you. I know that the colors in the food get you wound up. And tell them what they're made of. Yellow's made out of lice. Red's made out of, of beetles, beetle, beetle eggs. You know, stuff that, and they'll go, you got to be kidding me. So I think kids can handle that. But the other things that, that make a difference are these herbal formulas. Now, the problem that you've got right now is a, a syndrome. A syndrome that is, is probably uh, affects at least 50 to 75% of Americans in today. It's called TMDD. And it's caused by money. Don't get me wrong. I like money. But this syndrome is caused by money. Somebody wanting yours. Because this stands, stands for too many dumb doctors. You don't take a child that has that has problems and just medicate them and throw them in a trash can because now they're okay 
because they're not making noise. Okay? They never look for the answer. We know the answer. We know what MSG, we know what colors do. Okay? We're out of time. Is there any one last question? I'll answer both of them. Go ahead. I said we need help. <laughs> well, this is what this whole, it's a, it, it's a naturopathic's doc, doctor office. But you see the classrooms? That's for teaching. Come back to another free class. We have, we, bring me that uh, wow information, Jim. It's in the printer. Uh, we have continue, continue ed, education with people. I'm more than happy to, I'd prefer to ask people, answer people's questions because then I know I'm reaching them. We have, we have a seminar that, is, uh, uh, that I do all the time. This seminar, in order for us to manage the, I mean, to deal with the seven elements of health, in order for you to deal with the seven elements of health, there's a seminar that I conduct here. Now, if I... If you were a patient of mine and you came to see me, you would spend $1,150 for us to go through this information. But we do it in one day. And it's $490. But you know what? $490 is half of what it's worth. But I want everybody to know it. If you'll take care of the cost of the next seminar, which is coming up in July... January, it's 70 bucks. Only because we're going to feed you lunch, okay? I want you to have this information. And I'd like you to come together, so it's going to be 70 each, okay? But I'd, I'd really like, and anybody else that wants to come to understand how to implement change in their life, I want you to know. Your four ears are better than Two, because you talk to each other. You're able to remember things the other person didn't remember. So couples, I mean, I, I see the anguish in your life. I do. I see the anguish in your life, and I'd love your life to be different. So I'd love to have, see, the reason I can do this is because I'm going to gather people together, and I'm going to do it all at one time. I don't have to do one-on-one. So you're going to benefit from that. So January 10th, April 11th, July 11th, October 10th. That's the, the schedule for this year. That's a January 10th. What day is that? We're talking Saturdays. Saturday? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Saturday? I think it's Saturday. Yeah, Saturday from 10 to 4. And then we will serve you lunch because we want you to understand certain principles of lunch. I mean, of, of food. Now, the thing, real quick, the thing that helps decrease those colors and dyes out of the body, take it out of the body, is fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables. The, the best thing for a kid to eat is fruits. People say it's got sugar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fruits and vegetables. And a lot of times you'll think, you know, say, I'm going to feed them fruits and vegetables. And then, the, then you'll think, oh, man, I'm going to go broke. Well, after a while, they'll calm down. For, uh, for a while, it's like, wow, I haven't had this in a long time. Fruits and vegetables. Don't ever cook a fruit, okay? Don't ever add sugar to it because it's got, it's, it's, if you find a, a sweet grape, I mean a sour grape, get some of the fruit to add to it so it, it complements it, okay? Fruits and vegetables is the best thing the kids could eat, Okay? So, do you still have a question? That fruits and vegetables pretty much covered it, because I was going to say, one time I went to visit relatives, and I have a son that has this really bad if he eats wrong, and we were able to, once he, because he was getting in that mode, if I give him a vegetable, then it cools him down pretty fast, and the greener the vegetable, the more color it's got, the better, the faster. Something Something out of the earth, something natural, something, okay? You've been great, and those on the internet... Uh, we appreciate you attending. Uh, this also will be posted on the internet and uh, in our in our on the web page, right, Jim? So that if you wanted somebody, you want somebody to have heard this, your wife or whatever, it will also be posted. It'll be posted by the date. Can you mention the name of this so the people that are listening to audio? Uh, I'm creative. Transferring 
the difficult child workbook. Okay? And this is stuff for you. Okay? I've had many people come in and say, give this kid a pill, I can't stand him. Well, why did you say that in front of the kid? Don't say that. They live up to what you think of them. So my advice, if I could give you some, is try, try to find something positive to interact with this, this young man. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. Okay. Are we off?